Hello, folks. Let's get this bad boy started. What is going on? How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing good, because I am doing well. Not quite sure where Smart is again, but uh, this time I'm on Skype. Uh, I'm just using the settings, so really it would just be a couple clicks. Uh, but you shouldn't lose me this time if uh, anything does happen. Um, but uh, once again, um, the audio, which I thought we were having problems with, which we were having a few problems with it, but, um, you know, I'm going through, I'm checking a bunch of stuff, I'm going through, I changed wires, I changed my my external sound card. I flipped where all the wires went. I changed the channels. The only thing I had not changed was my headphones. Now, my headphones, that's the inside making that noise. I have a feeling this is what was doing the crackling. Uh, I put these little earbuds in for right now till I get a better pair of big can headphones, um, which I prefer. I don't really like the earbuds being in. Um, but uh, hoping Smart's going to call in so I don't want to take anything out and redo anything. But anyway, I think that might have been the problem. I think I was only hearing it because when I listened back to those episodes, they weren't crackly on my in my car. So I think it was my headphones. Who knew? But uh, that's what I think it was. So hopefully everything is uh, back to normal again. I know we did, again, have some real audio issues uh, a little while for a little while there, a couple days, um, couple shows, I mean, but, um, figured all that out and I think we should be good now, but, uh, man, we do. Well, I right now have uh, a few things we can go ahead and uh, talk about before. And if smart gets here, otherwise we'll just, uh, knock it out as we usually do. Shouldn't be a problem if it's just me. Or if uh, hopefully Smark will show up and uh, we can go ahead and get some things uh, things going there. But uh, yeah, just thought I would mention that. I completely forgot. Probably first thing I should have done, I guess, was change my headphones. But I didn't do that. Um, so whatever. That's it. So I guess, folks, um, I guess we could talk a couple things. Uh, we do have a few things to get into not not a whole bunch of stuff um we'll talk about Samoa Joe uh we have a first look of of, of him as Sweet Tooth in the new Twisted Metal movie a little Rey Mysterio talk some Sonya Deville good news on the Sonya Deville um case against that wacko that tried to kidnap her and Mandy Rose um and you know it's funny in this article it talks all about Sonya Deville it doesn't even mention Oh, no, it does mention Rose, but like not even as like her being there just mentions her as the person she was having a match with at the time. It doesn't mention her being in the house. Um, but anyway, uh, some good news for um, Carmella and Corey Graves we'll talk about. Uh, and a little bit of AEW news, obviously, a little bit of Tony Khan news. And of course, I do want to talk about that Britt Baker shirt that has come out with her with the black eye um i definitely want to talk about that a little bit that's causing a bit of a mm, uproar to say the least which i can kind of see where 
kind of see where everybody's coming from with that. Uh, and the, I mean, unless you're a wrestling fan, it's it just has a certain stigma that shirt. So uh, we will definitely be going through all that tonight. Um, and actually, I'll tell you what. Let's just go ahead and start this bad boy off. I, uh, if Smart shows up, that's awesome. If uh, he doesn't, we'll go ahead and just roll through this bad boy as we see fit. And that picture you just saw right there, that is Samoa Joe as uh, Sweet Tooth in Twisted Metal. Now, I've seen this picture kind of going around, but uh, I got to tell you, the first person I saw that posted this picture was uh, Jackie Jones of IYH or Neil Jones of Without Your Head, either show. Um, but that was the first person I saw who posted this picture, um, on Facebook a couple days ago, actually was it three, maybe Saturday night. He posted this picture, possibly Sunday, but, uh, he had even given credit to throwaway metal 12 who got a sneak peek at, uh, some, at the first three episodes. So that was the first person I saw post this picture. So I would like to give that gentleman credit since this show actually wouldn't even be here. I wouldn't even be doing podcasting had I not heard, listened to, and, uh, you know, just kind of been around the, in the, uh, in your head days. So, uh, either in your head or without your head, both shows, uh, you guys should check out. You guys can check those out everywhere. Um, and, uh, there you go. So that was the first person I saw. This is, uh, this is kind of cool. Um, you know, I mean, Sweet Tooth is the ice cream truck in Twisted Metal. I, I, I like those games. I played those games. Uh, I played, well, Twisted Metal, I definitely played the first Twisted Metal. I don't remember if there was another one, but I played the hell out of Twisted Metal. I love that game. So this is uh, pretty cool. I'm kind of curious uh, to see. I, we all knew this was coming up. Um, I, I thought it was a movie. I guess it's a uh, TV show, which actually makes it kind of cool that they're not going to try to force a movie out of it. They're just going to have a TV show come out of it. I'm sure, I, I would have, uh, assume it's a 30 minute show, which will, you know, is really what 23 minutes of actual time, not including, you know, commercials and all that stuff. So be pretty cool. Be pretty cool to see what these, uh, what these turn out to be. But, uh, that is what Samoa Joe looks like. You know, he's got the kind of uh, clown face mask on and looks like he could be the, uh, third member of demolition honestly honestly that's what he looks like looks like the third member of demolition folks that's exactly what i'm seeing him as right here the third member of demolition uh norab nebrock sbc how you doing man um you go ahead and move this up just a little bit because i cannot see the bottom of the shadow room so let me bring this up a little bit and I'm going to bring this up a little bit. Now I can see, Oh folks, there's more K 100 drama. I'm sure he will post some of it. Maybe we'll talk about it since we're going to have time tonight. So it doesn't seem like smart is, uh, is showing up tonight. He's not online yet. Let me see if he's read my messages and he hasn't read my, uh, my Facebook messages yet. So I don't know. I'm hoping he shows up. I actually wanted to, uh, congratulate smart um on uh been going to the gym for about a year and he's lost 70 pounds that's actually why i put this new picture of him up here it's uh, a lot better than the one i had and uh looks like i 
accidentally minimized that, and I shouldn't have. I apologize for that, but I should be... Jeez, hold on a second. There we go. I'm back now. Okay. Well, nope, I'm not. Hold on. Oh, yes, I am. Okay, there we go. Um, not sure why that little change background is there. Let me get rid of that real quick, folks. Uh, let me go down here to window capture. Oop, not that one. Wrong button. There we go. And let me get right there. Let me hit this. Let me just hit alt and kind of sneak that up there. I guess that was just something I forgot to get rid of, but now it's gone. Oh, and here we go. All right, folks, hold on one second. We've got Smart. Let me do something real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Smart, you hear me? I can hear you. All right, give me one sec. Let me show me in the call. Let me get my camera going here. All right, there we go. They shouldn't lose anything. I just need to do a, a couple of quick ticks in the window capture now. Hold on. Let's do this. Let's do this. And we switch to that. There we go. And I'm going to have to fit us all the screen again. But at least they can see me right now. Uh, anyway. Give me one sex, Mark. Uh, one sex, Mark. Sorry. Absolutely. Coming right up. Freudian slip, sir. Total Freudian slip. Uh, all right. Hold on a minute. Um, wow. I'm kind of screwed this up doing this the way I did it. But hold on, I can fix this. I'm going to close this. That'll do that. Then I can do this, this, and I'll start getting us in the screen right now. And then I'll share the screen when I am done. Oh, yeah, that's much better. Not really. Not that much better. But it's going to work. So, all right, give me one sec here. Let me just squeeze us in this little screen here. Actually, you know what I'm going to do, folks? Give me one sec. I'm going to go ahead and just delete this and do a whole new window capture. It's going to make a lot better sense. Uh, so give me one sec. Let me just remove this real fast. I'm going to lose my camera for a minute, but you're going to get us back in a minute. Hold on, Spark. Yep. 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 That was country. Yep. Uh-huh. All right, that's going to hey, be... pick up a little bit every now and again after fucking 20 years. Yeah, I, I could see where that would come in. Uh, play like that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Give me a sec here. Now I got us perfectly back in the screen like we should be, Smart. Everybody's getting to watch us do this in real time. I'm sure they're just absolutely wondered and amazed by all this but there we go we are back in the middle we are back on the screen we are back where we should be sir that's it there we go give me one second all right so there we go stretch us out just a touch a little bit there a little bit there i think we're okay right there let me lock that down and let me scroll it down all right folks sorry about that but hey we got smart we yeah. get smart. We do. We do. There we go, folks. Okay, so we're good to go now. Yeah. All right. Now we're good to go. We should be able to show pictures. Now, Smart, let me share my screen real quick with you. Let me yeah. share my screen with you here. A little bit of this. A little bit of this. A little bit of that. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. You good? 
I think so. All right. There we go. We are good. Now, I was just showing everybody the picture of, uh, were you a fan of the old Twisted Metal games, Mark? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, there's Samoa Joe as Sweet Tooth, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. There was reports about that like a couple months ago. Yeah, but uh, it's a TV show, which I, for some reason, thought it was a movie, but it's not. It is a TV show, sir. Not bad, though. I said he could be the third member of Demolition. Ooh. Uh, huh? Huh? Uh, okay, fourth member. I'm sorry. You're right. Axe, Smash, and Crush. I'm sorry. Thank you, Mr. Butler. Thank you, Stephen. I Butler. guess it technically be fifth. Did Mr. Fuji count as a member of Demolition? Yeah, but... All right. Anyway. Because, um... <laughs> I mean, he was the manager, but he was still a part of what made them successful. All right. All right. I, 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 guess... I prefer Mr. Fuji over fucking Crush in that regard, at least. I'd prefer Road Warriors over Demolition, but let's not fucking get picky here. Right, Smark? <laughs> I'm going to go with the one that didn't have a fucking puppet, a ventriloquist puppet. Well, all right. If you want to be there. Now, granted, that was only for like two months, but it was still pretty fucking lame. You know, things happen. Yeah, they do happen. I mean, it's better than polka dots, I suppose. I mean, checks get cashed. It's all that matters, sir. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Uh, 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 Cocaine uh. doesn't pay for itself. I got you. But, Smark, uh, before we go any further, I was just uh, showing everyone. I did uh, update the cartoon of you, sir. Um, yeah. That because you, sir, have worked very hard and deserve an updated picture. Um, dude, congratulations, man. 70 pounds in a year. That's fucking that's fucking good. Just going to the gym and doing what you're doing, man. That's uh, that's awesome, dude. Congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you. It's been it was a year yesterday and gone five times a week. So. Pain a pain in the ass, but it's it's been fruitful. I've been enjoying it, and it's been going pretty well. Yeah, but you've obviously been dedicated and been fucking, you know, sticking to it and going, and that's fucking, that's really awesome, dude. That's, listen, man, my wife did, has done so much stuff to lose weight. She's had the, you know, the surgery and this and that and the gastric bypass and stuff, and, dude, you did none of that. And, I mean, 70 pounds in a year is really good, man. Really, really good. Well, what's kind of funny about some of that before we get into other things is like there you can go online and you can like sort of there's a calculator, a calorie calculator, and it's you know you go in, you fill out your age, you fill out your height and your weight, and it tells you how many calories you can you have to eat to maintain weight and to lose like half a pound a week, two to three pounds a week, one pound a week, whatever. And like when you look at it, when you start at such a deficit, because I was at such a deficit before, like I had dug myself into such a deep hole, and you look at how many calories you have to eat just to fight, and you could still end up losing like fucking two pounds. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like some of the decisions, like so much of this shit could have been so easily avoidable, but it is what it is. Yeah, I've been, I've been happy with the progress I've been making. So it's, it's all good. Well, good, man. We're going to have to change it to a uh, slim, sexy, smart Wahlberg, I think. There you go. It's the most bikini season is upon us, so I'm doing the best I can with that. There you go. You <laughs> Wow, dude. All right. <laughs> um but anyways, Mark, I was also telling everybody before that uh you know I was changing all these wires and doing all this stuff, and there was only one thing I had forgot to change. What's that? 
these beat up old headphones that make crazy noises. Up, oh, I actually locked the magnet back in. So, but they do shake and make crazy noises. So, uh, I think it was my headphones crackling because when I listened back to all those episodes in my car, you know what they didn't do? They didn't crackle. Snap, crackle, pop. So, I think my headphones. That's the whole problem, which that would make a lot of sense. Now, like I had said, there was some actual audio issue because my kids did fuck with some shit. But uh, matter of fact, today I found some virtual something trying to use my microphone. And I'm like, well, that's probably causing a big time problems. So we did have some issues, but it uh, looks like we got all those worked out. And um, boy, that K100 stuff is. Uh... Good Lord, how does he remember all this stuff? I feel like just based on memory alone, he could write like the entire like Wikipedia entry for all of this. Okay, so Bill, uh, this is that Bill Body guy, buried Conan mm-hmm. and Disco for being sports fans, aka Marks, and claims only people listen for Billy. Okay, um, now Billy claims that they ruined his rep for being a credible sports better, even though people claim. <laughs> He has not won a lot. Went three and ten in his NFL picks or lost first card for the UFC. Now, 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 now. But Billy, Billy thinks there's a conspiracy against him. A C O N conspiracy against him. Uh, that that guys only read the negative emails, and there's a ton of positive unread ones. This guy sounds like fucking Trump. Uh, the, they claim there is no agenda. Disco claims Billy is a narcissist. Conan claims Billy was causing heat with his friends. Okay, so Billy started talking shit about Meltzer. Everyone does that. That's 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 every fucking podcast in the world talks shit about Meltzer. Mm-hmm. I mean that, that that that's that's not a big fucking deal. Um. But they still wanted to do an interview with him. Conan got him time with Ray. So Ray did an interview on that show, which we got something to talk about with Ray. That started drama backstage at the Ric Flair last match with Cross. The Ric Flair last match which never should have happened, which was just a money grab for everyone. I think everyone's figured that out by now, right? Right? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I figure so. And then Bill Billy caused drama with the AEW guys. He, t- you know what? I'm done. I don't think one can be a quote credible sports get better. I think this is more of a degenerate gamble. This is the proper term. You know they really are. I, I I'll tell you. You you know I, you know I, I've said before. I watch poker. I love poker. I I, one of the most of those poker players are also. Huge sports bettors. They bet on everything, these guys. They bet on golf games they play. They bet on golf games that are being played. They bet on football. They bet on baseball, basketball. The word ball is in it. They're betting on it. But, uh, you know, these guys get into such debt with with, with one another. And it was funny. Uh, I've told you about Mike Sexton, the, the uh, former announcer of um, World Poker Tour. At the end of his book, he tells a story. There's a guy named Thor Hansen who was a poker player and he won this pretty big tournament the prize was like 2 million. Okay. 
So he wins this tournament prize pool. His cut of it was two million. Obviously, there'll be taxes out of that. So they're interviewing the guy, and the lady goes, "So what are you going to do with uh, all your all your winnings?" And he goes, "Well, I'm going to pay off some debts." And she goes, "Well, what about the rest?" Now, obviously, she's asking, "What about the rest of the money?" And he goes, "The rest? Well, they'll have to wait." So, <laughs> two million wouldn't pay off all these guys' debts. So, whenever I hear sports gambling, for some reason, that story just pops in my head. And it's one of the greatest stories ever told. And it's at the end of his book. Like, during the credits, he's talking and he goes, Well, I'm going to tell you one more story. And this one comes out. And boy, I was taking a drink and I spit out what I was drinking in my own car. I had to, I had to stop, clean off my fucking steering wheel. It was the funny. It was hilarious. And when, and he tells it the best. I mean, that's a fucking the, the amount of gambling that's associated with sports, especially now that they've made it legal, oh. is fucking crazy. Because you can't watch any sporting event without all the commercials for like FanDuel or like BetMGM or all this kind of shit. And that now they even have like on ESPN, they have the fucking betting shows, and you have all these kind of fucking just sports podcasts that tell you like you know they bet on the games and they talk about lines and they make predictions. Totally inappropriate sports Monday at eight thirty, and it's like who would fucking listen to this shit. I mean, you guys don't sit there and talk about sports betting and shit, do you? Do you? We make predictions, but for the most part, we just make dick jokes and, like, accuse Luke of being a racist. And that is what a podcast is supposed to be about, a sports podcast especially. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Hey, Dirk, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean... It's just like it, it, it. You're. I. It all just goes together. I don't know. Gambling and you're right though. It just y'all, y'all end up just being fucking degenerates. I. I agree. I don't think there's. I mean, professional sports betters are just lucky. I mean, there's not many Sam Rothsteins out there like there used to be. You know, that guy used to get information from everybody. I mean, casino. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That was a professional. Well, it's, it's weird because, like, before it was all just people talking about fantasy football. And, like, for the most, like, fantasy football was kind of half and half. Sometimes it was free, but then you would have, like, you know, those little, like, the office pools and shit like that where, you know, you could win money. But for the most part, there was no, like, necessarily inherent gamble. Like, it wasn't always gambling when you were talking about fantasy football. Some people were, some people weren't. But now it's just, like, any of the fucking NFL games, like, they're just straight up talking about the lines and shit during the game. It's like I fuck it, I just want to hear about what's going on in the fucking game or just shut up and let the crowd talk. Like, you know, it's just it become you become fucking inundated with it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what, Smart? Sports puts us on the exact topic we should be on. Oh yeah? Yeah, because Rey Mysterio, sir, was actually a guest at the San Diego Padres game. Mm-hmm. Look at this Big guy. E was the MC of the fucking Michigan Panthers USFL game. That not really a story, but it's an odd yeah. trivia. Really, that's cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. I'm good. Good to see him back out. I I think he's actually doing a lot better. I know he had his year checkup a few weeks ago, and 
that was when we were going to hear some news. I think the news was good as far as we know. He may be able to actually come on back. So that'd be nice. That would be. But yeah. So he's a. There's a picture right there. Ray Mysterio at the Padres game, huh? Yeah, looking happy. Mask on. Fans everywhere. This guy's just living the best life, man. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean he. You know, and why shouldn't he be? His son is doing fucking amazing. And, you know, it's it's probably his proudest moment is at, you know, is happening every, you know, week when his son's out there doing it. I don't know, man. This guy should be living his best life. Brand new Hall of Famer out there. Just having a fucking great time. I love it. I love it. Yeah, good for him. Definitely. He should be out there. I, I knew we weren't going to sit there and rattle off a ton about that. I, just, I thought that was pretty cool that he was out there, though. Um, now, Smart, let's talk about some scumbags. Since we're talking about degenerates. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you have Ray Mysterio and then his son is a notorious felon. So, you know, it leads in together perfectly. Well, I mean, there is that. That that's that's that that's not exactly what I was getting at. Um, not really. Not really. Not really, but we'll, 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 we'll get there though. Um, so if you guys remember a while back, we were talking about a story with, um, Sonia Deville and, uh, Mandy Rose when they were, they attempted kidnapping and aggravated stalking and armed invasion of their home. Uh, the home that they were living in at the time, both of them. Uh, but that guy, uh, we read a while back, about three, four months ago, that he was actually deemed incompetent for trial. Well, I don't know. I guess her lawyer decided not to give up. But Philip A. Thomas II, who was accused of stalking and planning to kidnap Sonia Deville in August of 2020, has been sentenced to 15 years in prison, also to serve 15 years probation after serving his time behind bars, which... I just have a sneaking feeling he's going to do every day of those 15 years. Yeah, probably. And as he should. Yeah. Now, he did, again, the case was reopened, and he did just plead guilty to uh, multiple charges. Those charges included, but we're not stopping at, aggravated kidnapping, uh, uh, aggravated, I'm sorry, attempted kidnapping, aggravated stalking, armed burglary, uh, According to Fox 13, Tampa Bay, uh, please, let's not laugh because it's a Fox. I mean, it's this is fact, people. Uh, prosecutors said that Thomas, uh, Thomas's obsession with DeVille turned to anger, which led him to drive to Lutz, Florida, with various items, including zip ties, a knife, duct tape uh, in a bid to kidnap her. That is called a murder kit, folks. I'm not sure if you know that or not. Uh, that is what they call that, the murder kit. That's what he has. Um, so we had bought all that. Uh, it was relevant that Thomas had sent a large number of threatening messages to DeVille on social media months before the incident took place. Disturbing footage from De- DeVille's home surveillance showed that she encountered Thomas moments before he entered the home. Um, oh, I, actually, it does. I didn't think it mentioned it. It does say that she was with Mandy Rose at the time of the frightening ordeal. Uh, she was granted a temporary injunction right away, which obviously 
in case for some reason he made bail. I guess she had to do that. Um, but uh, it was um, I'm uh, she did come out and kind of talk about this when she returned in 2021 on the Pat uh, McAfee show. And she said it was frightening for her to return to her neighborhood after the attempted kidnapping. Now, that doesn't surprise me. I really don't blame her for that. That would be a scary ordeal to go back to that neighborhood. No matter if he's in jail or not, that home just has some bad fucking memories for her. Absolutely, yeah. So, but yeah, um, like I said, I I don't know if her lawyer didn't get a give up or if there was some possible, uh, because usually when they're just deemed not to stand trial, it's over. They go into a mental institution and they're out sometimes a lot quicker than we expect. Uh, so I guess her lawyer didn't give up and I guess they uh, uh, appealed that is what I'm thinking. There was probably some appeals happening and it looks like it worked because guilty pleaded guilty. Didn't even have put her through a hard trial of going back and forth. Just pleaded guilty. 15 years, 15 probation. I mean, hard time, baby. Seven times. Might just run into uh, Dominic out there. You never know. Indeed, yes. You never know. Hard times. You know what hard times is? Cobb County, Georgia. You know what hard times is? Smart. I'll tell you what hard I, times. I oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Hard times, baby, is when your calculator ain't got a times button on it no more. <laughs> That's hard times, baby. You gotta write it on a sheet of paper to show your work. But you can't do no work. Because you the son of a plumber. Sometimes it's when your son comes home with a neck tattoo, even though he's never been to prison, and he looks at you in the eyes and says, Dad, just look good, and you gotta lie to him. Daddy, what's five times two? The toilet's overflowing, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got time for this. <laughs> What's ten times? A book, what's ten times three? I gotta go to work. Alright. Ten times three is more money than I'm making at my job, but I still gotta go there, baby. <laughs> what's five times five? At a zero, that's your weight, you little mother fat motherfucker. Alright. <laughs> okay. That was just too much fun. Anyway. Ah. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So I guess we can go from that, from the hard times to good times. Smart. Now, everyone's been. Uh, credit ripoffs, good times. <laughs> Scratching and surviving. <laughs> Lucky we got on. <laughs> Dynamite. Uh, there you go. I like it. I like it. I like it. So let's go to some good news. Though. Now, everybody's been wondering, where's Carmella? Where is Carmella Smart? Where has Carmella been? She was in this team with Chelsea Green. Suddenly, she was gone. Mm-hmm. Well, she is and has announced that she is pregnant. Her and Corey Graves are having a baby. Now, what I didn't realize is Corey Graves also has three kids with 
his ex. I did not know that. I didn't know he already had three kids. Did you know that? I sure didn't. Yes. Uh, he also, yes, he does. He already has three kids with his ex. So this will make four for him. And uh, I guess he's pretty excited. Um, but, uh, you know, they, uh, Carmelo says uh, pregnancy has been really good so far. She's due around November. But she says her morning sickness, however, has been crazy. This is good because, I mean, if you guys remember, she did have a very, uh, I think they call it a ectopic uh, miscarriage. She had a miscarriage, basically, a few months ago. And obviously, uh, Corey Graves was uh, much obliged to try again. Mm-hmm. So, you, gotta, you gotta get right. You gotta be a perfectionist. There you go. So he, uh, hey, if you fail, you try, try again. And I'm sure he was uh, happy to do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, there you go. I and I also did not realize that uh, Corey Graves is 39 years old. You think younger? You think older? I thought a little younger. I really did. I just didn't. I uh, just never really thought about it. But I did think that he was a little bit younger than that hmm. yeah what are you gonna do and apparently not pull up i mean i think she's annoying but would you mm, probably not yeah see what i mean i'm just saying i mean you know you know, would you? I do know. I know you know. I think well, what I would do is actually I would just you know convince her to say that it's Corey's and not mine. Keep her mouth shut. Oh, smart, smart, <laughs> smart, smart. Well, okay. So smart, we got a couple AEW. Did you send me anything? No, maybe no. There wasn't a ton. Yeah, there hasn't really been a lot. No. Of non t shirt related news. We're going to talk about the t shirt. That's <laughs> that's last on the list here because we got two quick AEW stories. I really, I, I was scrounging for news that wasn't just like, hey, uh, you know, Braun Strowman's hurt. It's like, uh, all right, I get it. That sucks, but. There really wasn't a ton of stuff this week. I mean, we could sit here and talk about the draft, but you've probably already heard 30 podcasts about the draft. Pretty much everyone ended up where they should have been. My thoughts on the draft, meh. Do you have any thoughts on giraffes? Meh. Oh, it hurts. Long necks. What's your favorite zoo animal? Man. I don't know. I like the elephant. No, I mean, that's true. Not all zoos are created equal. There's some animals and others that aren't in, you know, perhaps your local zoo. I like the elephants. I always like watching the elephants. They're pretty, uh, they're pretty cool to watch. I know they're slow, but for some reason, I think they're cool to watch. And, you know, as much as I hate snakes, I do think they're pretty cool to watch and see and, you know, all the colors and different things I, I i think snakes are really cool i just really don't like them any any anything you can cut the head off and uh walk back an hour later and it could still bite you is a devil uh 
demon. It's a demon, and it should be uh, wiped off the earth. Controversial, but true. Um, should be thrown in a pit of fire. There you have it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sorry to the snake lovers out there. You folks are just fine. But uh, uh, no thanks. Let me just say no thanks. Snake people can't nearly be as bad as bee people. I hate people that just go on long fucking tangents about how bees, how important bees are to like the fucking ecosystem. I don't care. Like I'm spraying the motherfucker anyway, and I will spray you if you come at me with that bullshit. See, and that's what, like my wife, when we, you know, wants to like finally buy a house, when we finally buy a house, wants to get a little bit of land, and she wants to put like three or four of those little bee hives of those little, you know, bee boxes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're really gonna do that? No, 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 no. You're gonna get stung one time, and you're never gonna touch them again. And we're gonna waste our money. No, 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 no. I feel like a big problem with that would be like having kids, dude. We already have fucking bearded dragons. We have fish. We have dogs. We have. I mean, she wants chickens, and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want chickens too. I see what happens with chickens. I saw. I, I, I mean, they're cute. They're fuzzy. But that, come on, man. I've seen some of those ROH segments with the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. I saw some of those. All these damn dead chickens. I don't want that. No. No, I don't need no more animals, man. I love. I. I, I love the dogs. I've told my wife, in all honesty, I'd get rid of the fish and I'd get rid of the bearded dragons if it was up to me. Well, there you go. I don't know. Fish fish are kind of cool. Yeah. Like I said, she's got uh, plecos in there, inlers. She has has snails, tons and tons of snails. Yes, there are underwater, like, swimmy snails. they'll, They'll go up the tank and then they'll release and they'll float down. Then they'll climb the tank again. Then they'll release and they'll float down. Then they'll slink back up the fucking thing and they'll release and float down again. That's really all they fucking do. But they do keep the bottom of the tank pretty clean because they eat all kinds of shit at the bottom of the tank. So that's really what they're there for. She has tons of those things and the goddamn snails breed like Fucking crazy. Which is funny because they're they're thought of as notoriously slow creatures. Yet they fuck like rabbits, obviously. Mm-hmm. Because we'll go out there like, you know, a couple days later and I'll be like, babe, I think there's like 30, 40 more snails in here. And she's like, no, they're, oh God, yeah, there are. <laughs> they're tiny. Snails. They, they, they look like some like like almost like uh, like little bubbles stuck to the bottom of the of the thing, and then you're like Jesus Christ, those are little baby snails. Huh. Yeah, they grow fast too, though. They really do. They grow pretty quick. But uh, it, I mean, it's pretty cool that she, that 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 she does it. But I don't know the plecos, the uh, which are just algae eaters. I don't know. They are really they're worth money because she has albinos. So when she starts selling those again, it uh, it does good, but it takes a little bit to get rolling. 
<laughs> little Barry White. Put a little wine in the tank. Oh, yeah. Gotta be white wine, though. No, not red wine. Just makes tank look like blood. You can't do that. That's true. Yeah, a little white wine in the tank for him. A little Barry White. A little underwater candlelight for him. Mm-hmm. A little bit of neon white. You play some Vader. There you go. There you go. And those snails will just go right at it, man. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, let's go ahead and get to our little AEW news, Mark. Let's talk a little bit about uh, ticket sales for Wembley. Look how happy Tony Khan is, Smart. <laughs> Did you see he put out like a tweet because somebody was like posted that the ticket sales were kind of disappointing at first initially, and he went on this like long-winded tangent. Uh, long-winded tangent and he also basically I believe one of his answers was um, tell your agent Tony Khan to, to to kiss my or go kiss your agent Tony Khan's ass or something I one of those to, to shove it up his ass that's what it was I mean, that was pretty cool that was cool but, uh, I mean, I feel like that's making assumptions because that would imply that he would think that having something shoved up his ass would be an unpleasurable experience that was very Mr. McMahon of him. Mm-hmm. That, but look how happy he is after making that statement. Indeed. <laughs> that's, that's the most normal his eyes have ever looked. This was at like 10 in the morning, I think. <laughs> 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 this, this was pre-owning AEW right here, probably, is what this was. Are you saying that him owning AEW has been like him being president? He's like aged himself like 10 years. Uh, yeah, 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 pretty much. Um, but Smart, yesterday, ticket sales did start. Not ticket sales. Actually, ticket sales don't start until Friday. Pre-ticket sales started. Not just to get a code. This is pre-ticket sales, pre-sale. Resale so far has rough uh, raked in roughly thirty five tickets being thirty five thirty five thousand thirty five would be disappointing uh, thirty five thousand tickets thirty five people bought resale Tony God would fucking close it that's it we're done we're already washed up England can kiss my ass that was from uh, Great Balls of Fire that's where that was from. Uh, but 35,000 tickets were sold. Um, that's pretty good. And I mean, the show is until August, folks, like the end of August, if I'm not mistaken. So we've got plenty of fucking time to get. Actually, it's uh, when is this show? September? It's August. It's August. Yeah. So they have plenty. Believe the 27th. Something like that. Yeah. They've got pl- maybe 29th, 27th. I know one thing. They've got plenty of time to still sell a ton more tickets. I think this is a very good uh, start for them. I mean, you know, this is their first show out there. This is their first show in a stadium of this size also. I think this is a very positive start for them, in, in my opinion. Some people are saying this isn't, as you said before, Smart. Some people are saying this isn't a very positive start, but 
Well, well, it sells ninety thousand. Okay, well, guess what? They just sold a th- they sold over a third of those tickets. That is positive for pre-sale, mm-hmm. not even on-sale tickets yet. Sorry, smart. No, I mean you're right. For pre-sale numbers, it does. It's pretty well. I would say so. I mean, if I was Tony Khan, I mean it's a wrestling company. You can always just make up the attendance numbers if it's not as well as you had hoped. Absolutely. I mean, you start counting vendors and the the, the pretzel guy, the uh, the guy selling fish and chips. You start counting those people. I forgot mm-hmm. it was the it's the UK, so I figured I'd throw something British in there. Yeah, well, yeah, with it being UK, you know, if, if any of the fans in attendance are over like 13 stone, you can just count them as double. There you go. Uh, I don't know what a stone really is, but anyway. I know they use that instead of pounds, but I don't know how much 13 stone actually is. Like, it'd probably, they'd be fucking underweight for all I know. I don't know. Let's find out. Let me break out the old phone here. 13 stones and... By the way, anyone in the uh, wrestling umbrella group, I apologize for this uh, for this this weird posts about Angelina Jolie. I just want to say one more time, Angelina Jolie is alive and well and looking just fine. They keep posting this horrible post that Angelina Jolie has been horrible news for her, and it's got this coffin and kids crying. Fucking stupid. But I have to delete like mm. ten of them a day. Thirteen stone in pounds. That's one hundred and eighty-two, Smart. One hundred eighty-two pounds. One hundred eighty-two. Yeah. So that's not that's not much at all. No. No, not that much. So, all right, not bad. But uh, again, I, I think this is great for them. I think this is, uh, like I said, this is a third. If that stadium was set up for 90,000, which I doubt it will be, you're going to have a hard camera side. They're going to have to block off some, I'm sure. So it's not going to be for 90,000, which means they probably got, I would say they probably got a good, a good, they could be at a half here for what they're probably going to sell. Right. And I mean, really, listen, if they sold 70,000 tickets, for this show, I think that would be fucking amazing. Now, listen, if they, they could, you know, have only had it set for 50,000, but they can always restructure and open it up more if they have to, and I'm sure they will. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking push the ring back a little bit. Throw some people on that fucking, you know, hard cam side if you have to. Who gives a shit? So, I don't know. But, uh,. You know, it, it it is funny just seeing, you know, some people out there, you know, you, you see some people go, oh, this is great for them. And then most people are like, this sucks, man. Fucking 90,000 is the capacity and they only sold 35. Dude, pre-sold 35,000. Come on now. Anyway, let's go ahead and keep with uh, AEW news and, of course, an even happier picture of Tony Khan here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I went with happy pictures tonight of Tony Khan. I just felt like I should. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> That's frightening because from a perspective standpoint, it looks like he's getting closer to me. Like I'm expecting him to come through the fucking computer screen like that it's the ring. I mean, a little bit closer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is a little. You're right. But while I feverishly try to explain to him that that is sugar in my cabinet and he just ignores me times. 
His eyes are a little, little, a, a little lower here, but that's just a bigger smile. Um, that's because <laughs> things are happening right now in AEW right now, Smart. Things are happening. AEW Dark and Elevation appear to be coming to an end. Um, with all this going on with Wembley and the new TV show, but with AEW Collision, it looks like they're bringing those uh, two shows to an end for the time being. Um, so Fightful Select is reporting that an altered version of AEW's current TV deal with Warner Brothers Discovery or possibly even a new deal altogether is expected to be announced sometime in May. Not far away, folks. Um, a date to look for is May 17th. They will hold their annual upfront. So uh, that will be right there. Now, someone in the... Uh, let me pull that post up real quick in the old... Uh, Speaking of wrestling, Umbrella. Someone put up a post in there, Jeff Lippman. I'm not sure if he was... Sometimes I never know if Jeff, Jeff Lippman is joking or if he's serious. Um, but he did post something saying that uh, he heard that Tony Khan was actually paying the network to have this time slot and that it's free content for... Uh, Discovery Warner Brothers. Um, this would be ad spon- you know, ads and sponsors. So both people would, both companies would profit off this. But I don't know. I'm not sure. He could be right. That's that used to be how it went. You paid the networks. You got TV time, and you know, you split some ad revenue and stuff like that. That's how it used to work. Yeah, that is a rumor. I've heard that from other sources. Mm. Other sources. So it seems like it is entirely possible. That's right. Other sources. Other sources. Other sources. Uh, by sources, I mean like I see, like I go to a parking garage and there's a guy in a trench coat who just prints out copies of the Observer for me that he gets from online and just tells me everything that's going on. He prints them out of the trench coat. <laughs> yes. What's it's a Bluetooth head? trench coat. That is not what's supposed to be under a trench coat, Mark. I don't know if you know that. Well, I was relieved. Just saying. I mean, that's I'd, not what I thought was going to be under the trench coat. I mean, if you just came from like a stardom show, I'd be even more scared. Where'd you just come from? I just came from the, the Women of Wrestling show. Okay. You're done. You're out of here. Okay. Bye. Indeed. All right. Beer number two. I need another beer. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Anyway, AW kind of, uh, I don't know, it kind of feels like they're kicking into a, uh, after three years, seems like they're kind of kicking into a second year, maybe. I don't know. Kind of a second gear for this company, kind of a making some moves. Yeah, I mean, they, I like the idea that they're getting rid of the fucking YouTube shows because you're not really doing anything with them anyway. I don't even know who really watches. They were like supposed to have storylines on there and stuff, but the, even that didn't end up happening. It's just a bunch of matches with like people that you really don't want to see wrestle anyway. So basically, the point of the story is, is that like Dr. Lou, they better start saving this money because I think the end times are approaching. 
Well, I can put him on this new show whenever it comes out. So, that would be pretty fucking terrible if that was like the idea of the CM Punk show was it was just CM Punk and a bunch of people from Dark. That would actually be fucking <laughs> hilarious if that's what it was. I'd fucking love that to be honest. Tonight's man had CM Punk versus QT Marshall. Oh God, that was bad enough tonight. Come on, don't, 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 <laughs> don't torture everybody, sir. <laughs> like that, their mid card champion is like Peter Avalon. That could happen. <laughs> now you're just giving him ideas, Mark. Stop giving him ideas. That would actually be pretty great. Yeah, that was a punk and a bunch of just fucking absolute nobody. He's like, all right, well, if you're the best, make this work. Yeah, yeah, good work, good work. All right, Smark. I said we'd talk about it. Let's talk about it. The shirt. Yes. The shirt. The shirt. The shirt. Okay, so AEW puts out this shirt. Um, I wish I had more money. I would have just showed up today wearing the shirt. <laughs> or just fucking power. Like, I love it. And just take off the shirt that I have on now and just suck it <sighs> You don't need to. You don't need to, but uh, I'm sorry, folks. I'm a little yawn there. Um, so the shirt is Britt Baker with her black eyes. She's got her hair over. Yes, Dirk, the shirt. I promise we are not going to spend a ton of time on this shirt. I really don't have a ton to say. I'm not going to go on a big rant. Um, I say that, but I haven't started talking yet. Um, her hair is down yes. over her right eye. And... I know. I may have a few more sips of this beer. It could be five minutes before anything goes. You knows. But, um, and the shirt. If you are not a wrestling fan, if you were just walking down the street, walking past, say, a deli, any kind of deli. And then some woman walked out and saw this shirt. I could see her reaction being, you are promoting violence towards women. You are promoting sexual assault, battery, whatever you want to call it. Um, or just assault, not sexual assault. Assault, battery on a woman. Now, Rick Baker came back with that going, so if a man put this shirt out, it would be no big deal because it's a woman... It's a big deal. Well, I hate to say she's right, but she's right. A man with a black eye is not as upsetting to a lot of people as a woman on a T-shirt with a black eye. It, listen, if you're not a wrestling fan, you don't know what she has a black eye for. Have no clue. You don't know. You just don't. I'll, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't mind fucking strapping a video camera around my fucking neck wearing this shirt out and seeing how many people try to kick my ass and fucking sue their ass off in fucking AEW. That's, I mean, it's a, it's a good way to get kicked out of Lilith Fair, that's for sure. That's probably a great way to get kicked out of Lilith Fair. Now, that was the Jew coming out in me, obviously. Uh, <laughs> just sue their ass off. <laughs> but, um, I, I mean, smart. You know, you're just walking down the street, normal Joe, got no idea who, you know, about wrestling, what this shirt is. Wouldn't you kind of look at, look, look maybe three, four times at this and go, what the fuck, the, 
fuck is that shit about? Yeah, because I mean, even like the logo, like the AEW logo on there is like really small, and not everybody knows what AEW is. So it still just looks like you're just like wearing a t-shirt of a woman like a bunch of the face. Yeah, I mean, this is a fucking terrible merchandise idea. Because like, if you were like, okay, you would have like, I don't know. Because I mean, like, I think the idea is you're trying to capture like kind of a modern version of like the Edstone culture, where he has like, it's like a black and white, or not like black and white, but like the picture of him is black and white, and there's blood right coming down his face from like WrestleMania or whatever. And that was a really popular T-shirt back in the day, but. Yeah, this, this you could like he had his wrestling attire on. Like she didn't even have a wrestling attire on in the, on the shirt. The image is on the shirt, so it just looks like it's just a woman that's been punched in the face, and this just looks like you're endorsing that. Yeah, now they're calling this the battle damage T-shirt. Now, I had looked at the back of this shirt, and I'm trying to pull up. Is there uh, actually the AEW logo is like really small on it? You're right. Mm-hmm. right at the bottom um i don't even think there's anything on the back of this shirt don't see anything on the back of this shirt right there's the, the it says there's two pictures but only one will pull up no that's it there's nothing on the back of this shirt i should have posted this picture it's a much closer shot of her face but i don't know man i think uh I think you're cruising for a bruising wearing this shirt, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of the wild part about this is like somebody had to come up with the idea to make this a shirt, and then it had to go up multiple rungs of a ladder. Other people, multiple people had to sign off on this. Yeah, and then, you know, and then Tony probably had to sign off on it. And like I said, I, I, I understand Britt's point of listen. A man can have it, a woman can't. I I see where there's a disconnect there, but I also say, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We've seen tons of thousands of pictures of men with black eyes bloodied. It's just, we've seen it. We're desensitized to it. But with all the... You know, the, the, with, with, you know, Harold Weinstein and, you know, the speaking out movement and just, you know, the, the Me Too movement. Yeah, I'm sorry. This at, at, and I'm, I'm not saying at any time this would have been good, but especially in this day and age, 2023, this shirt is not a good look for anyone, any company, no. anywhere. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like I mean, even if I even if I wanted to buy this T-shirt, which I, other than the fact that it's kind of funny, I, I don't. Like I would never feel comfortable wearing this shirt in any situation if I would ever leave the house. No, no, absolutely not. I'm telling you, someone would some, and I'm not even saying some feminist. Any woman who has a fucking brain would stop you and go, "What the fuck are you wearing?" Mm-hmm. I mean, a feminist would just kick the shit out of you, probably. That's right. I don't know. I, I, I think you are. This is asking for fucking trouble. Someone is going to get their ass fucking handed to them for wearing this shirt. The question now becomes: Are they also available in like child sites? Let me pull the website back up. 
Okay. Sizes. No. Small, medium, large, extra large, extra, extra large. Wow, they 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 do know their fans. Extra, extra, extra <laughs> large, extra, 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 extra large, and extra, 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 extra large. Was that five or that was five X's? I think I might have gone six. Uh, that is a basic unisex T-shirt. The extra, 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 extra large. <laughs> what? Are you laughing at the? They do know their audience part. <laughs> well, that what you're... Wanted, well, yes, there's that, but I also want to know like what size ends up selling the most amount of T-shirts. <laughs> Like who is it that who hates women the most out of that, that that group? I don't know. I just hope y'all don't think I'm lying. I will. I will. I will pull that part up on the browser if y'all want me to. I am not lying. Those are the actual sizes of that shirt. I promise you, I am not bullshitting. Extra extra large is is three fifty extra. The extra 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 large is three seventy five extra. The extra 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 large is four fifty extra. And of course, the extra 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 large. Is four seventy five extra, 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 mm. extra, extra, extra. <laughs> like the extra amount you pay coincides with the the number on the scale, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The t shirt only comes in black. It's only a black t shirt, and uh, yeah. Oh, you can get it at. Oh, it doesn't just come in a t shirt. You can get it in a in a t shirt. You can get it in a uh, tank top. Oh, tank top. That would be mo- oh. Yes, <laughs> you can get it in a long. Or as they are sometimes referred to as. Oh yeah, you can get it in a long sleeve, so people think you're also covering up arm bruises. That is awesome if you're a woman. <laughs> track marks. Yeah, track marks. Uh, you can get it in a uh, a little V neck if you want. Uh, there you go. They don't have any polos. I don't, I'm surprised. No polos. Your fans don't wear polos. Well, I got to wear a collared <laughs> shirt to work. I'm sorry. I can get away with a polo. It's about it. So, uh, the Brett Baker black eyed blazer. <laughs> see, I should get this wear it to shirt, wear it to work on a Friday with a jacket over it and see what happens. <laughs> if I can put my phone down and wait till everybody in the in, at work starts trying to kill me. Imagine. I carry a gun. If he, well, yeah, there's always. Gun. <laughs> but like, imagine if you buy this T-shirt because you're a wrestling fan who has no social like understanding, um, and like you're dating somebody, mm. and like you haven't told them that you're a wrestling fan because you're in somehow in this impossible scenario, you're aware enough to recognize the stigma about being a wrestling fan, but not uh-huh. why it's a bad idea to have a T-shirt with a woman with a black eye. Now imagine that like the girl's over at your house or whatever and she's like just looking at your things and she just sees a t-shirt of a woman with a black eye it, it is over for you. if it's not you probably found your future alcoholic ex-wife uh <laughs> that's all i'm saying um well one way or another it's over for your relationship or just you in general and I would, because if she's okay with that, I would recommend maybe you looking up the Wikipedia article of Full Hartman and just sort of taking heed. Yeah. 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 You should probably be a red flag. Yeah. There you go. Red flag. Mm-hmm. Red flag, folks. Uh, but uh... I cannot believe that they allowed that shit because this is an all timer. 
Like, this is going to be right up there with that fucking Sinkara penis shirt. Oh, wow. Might be. It just might be. But this just just a horrible look man i don't know you know what I, I would actually wear a shirt with a dick on it before i wore this shirt i would probably be much better wearing a shirt that had a dick just you know that i'd be that would be fine this though would get my ass kicked i'm telling you i just feel like this shirt is a bad fucking look mm -hmm. yeah I mean, if it was okay, if this was the mug shot, that would be a different story. For some reason, I think if she was holding up numbers and this was a mug shot, it would be a different story. But still, who would put that on or a like fucking t-shirt? Like a championship belt, or if it was inside of a ring, or just something, anything to indicate that she does like some sort of physical activity, like combat sport for a living. Or just not make the fucking shirt, as I believe you said earlier. Yes, yeah, like there's all there's a million other shirt designs that you could have come up with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I understand she's like your tough chick. She was bleeding. You had the bloody shirt. That was that's still. I I mean, no, I didn't complain as much about that because it's just not as bad as this. It's just not. Just not. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I guess enough about Britt, Britt Baker's black eye. I did think it was funny, though. Jericho was wearing that shirt tonight, and he kept pointing at it and going, this is your fault. This is you. This is you. <laughs> Which does wonders to sort of just, you know, for like d denying the fact that it symbolizes fucking domestic violence. I know. I mean, if they were at all trying to get any buzz off of this shirt, that was not the way to do it. No, no, it's a tasteful and respectful, respectful portrayal of like how tough, strong, and a warrior she is. And then Jericho does point out, it's like this happened to you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's your fault. <laughs> you did this. You wife-beating scumbag. Girlfriend, girl, are they married? I don't think they're married. Christopher Kane stopping by. What's going on, my man? I would love to hear his opinion about this T-shirt. If you'd like to care to share that with us, I did not get rid of the picture yet. Christopher Kane, go ahead. Take a look at that right there. If you're you're obviously on YouTube, so you can see that shirt that we were just talking about. This is the last time I'm putting that picture up, by the way. <laughs> As I try to get something out of my eye while I'm doing this. Um, not my right, not my left eye. Well, we were just talking about that. I just, I just had the mental image of like the guy that fucking is doing fifteen years in prison for signing to build thing, buying this T-shirt. Dude, like, I, I don't know. It just, it spoke to me. <laughs> He's probably got four on back order right now. Well, he had to fucking win it in an eBay auction. I'll be able to Rio in an eBay auction to win. Get it. Should ask my wife to bring me my uh, my my daughter's uh, watercolors. Put some black paint on my mm -hmm. purple. I could do some purple over there. There you go. Then we can make a T-shirt. <laughs> boxman black eye T-shirt. Yeah, black eye boxman. I don't think that'll work. 
don't think it'll work. Be our first T-shirt. Yeah. There you go. I like it. I like it. Yeah, interesting. Britt Baker will get major paid. Yeah, there's also that. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, there's also that one. We forgot about that part. She will make money off this shirt. That's, uh, yeah, that's probably uh, all she really gives a shit about, which I don't think I can blame her for that either. So. SBC is saying that he recommends watching All Access over Dynamite or Rampage. I, it, All Access is actually still on. It, they, they, they literally <laughs> just came on again. So it's it, they, they're double showing it tonight. So uh, if you want to watch that on mute, turn the captions on. Listen to us. There's, How are you doing it? I'm a couple episodes behind, but I heard that Brent Baker actually caught a little bit of heat because there's apparently like, and by heat, I just mean like people bitched on Twitter. So like, what else is new? But there was she, apparently like she was like celebrating during the segment where Thunder Rosa had to like vacate the title because she was injured. So like basically, she was just celebrating the fact that she was injured. And it's like, if that's true, I haven't seen the episode yet. Kind of a shitty thing to do. But, you know, it is what it is. They do just continue to trash Thunder Rosa in these episodes. That's it, pretty much what I'm hearing. But it looks so bad because, like, I hate to be the person that always does this. But, like, the people who are, like, trashing her all have something in common. And that might be different from Thunder Rosa. So it just it looks bad. Yeah, and you know they, they, they it, it's funny there were all these stories coming out about how Thunder Rosa actually went in and squashed all this and made amends and was Britt Baker was one of them. You know, it was all you know they're never going to be friends Tony Khan. They're never going to be friends, but they're professionals and they work together. I'll tell you what, I would if I watch this show, I don't care all the amends. I mean, I'm sure she knew this was all coming up, but that bitch would need a slap or two first. I made amends. Mm, that's right. If I could, I'm at least at the very least bringing out the chocolate. I'd at very least fucking tell her you need to fucking. You're about to get another fucking t-shirt, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you better cover that left eye this time. All right. <laughs> <I'm going. laughs> mm, it's going to be TLC time. Now that's if I was Thunder Rosa. Obviously not as me a male. I would never do that. I'm, that's if I was Thunder Rosa is what I'm saying. According to SBC, she had a smile and keeps complaining to Tony Schiavone, even though he tells her to get over it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and Christopher Kane managed to kind of see through my subtlety. He just wrote white girls messing with the Mexican girl. Yeah, that, that is what I was alluding to. I was, I was being very subtle about it or something, not at all. But that, oh. yeah, that, that just, it looked bad to me because I watched... I've been. I watched a couple of the episodes, and it's like it's all just like it's like a group of like four white women just shit talking their Latin employee. She better, like, be, better be lucky that in Reby Sky, she'd be cut like a motherfucker by now. And it's like okay, you could just say that it's like well, yeah, but like maybe they just think she's a bad wrestler. But it's still, it's like you share a locker room with Marina Shafir, and you don't complain about her. You know, dude, it it. it you know, they were saying how, oh, literally, because I, I watched some of that episode. They were saying how it's almost like her, her her injury is fake. She's doing this. She's doing that. And, 
you know, she's going to the beach. She's she's at her own promotion. She wasn't fucking wrestling at her own promotion. She was at her own promotion because it's her own promotion. She has to be there. She runs it. That's called running a company. That's called being a business person. That's what you're supposed to do. She wasn't fucking in the ring running around doing fucking cartwheels. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. But and they're like, well, I think she's faking her back injury. I hope when Brit just got over this back injury she had, I hope Thunder Rosa was going, You faking, bitch. You're faking. You're faking. Well, that's what SBC is. This is the first episode that Brit, Tony, and Jamie complain about their back pain. Um, and then, like, one of the, like, in the episode, because like, I, I did see that episode, like, Brit Baker gets a fucking injection in her back. She got there and wrestle. It's like I don't know if that's necessarily sending the greatest of messages. It's like no, you should be more professional. What you should do is take a bunch of fucking substances for pain because that works out great for everybody that's done that in the past. So everybody's been fine. There's been no addictions, no early deaths. Perfect. Just go ahead and just get yourself fucking as much fucking dopamine as possible. The fucking all the fuck just get get all painkillered up and go out there. You'll be fine. Ask Jake the Snake. He's good. He's great. I just shoot a little cortisone in there and get on out there. Fuck it. Fucking <laughs> put a Z pack on you. You'll be right. Yeah, get a Z pack in your cup. That's what they're injecting. Fun probably still has a cup. They're injecting Z packs. That's what they're doing. <laughs> no, this isn't WWE. It's probably cortisone, like I said. That's what. Uh, what was that fucking movie? Uh, me and Anthony. Uh, Any given Sunday. That's what uh, Lawrence Taylor had him inject into his knee. <laughs> Matthew Modine. <laughs> that part's awful. Just watching that needle go into that knee, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I mean, that's a, it's like SVC. We're still talking about it. They were showing the shot. The, had a shot of her getting the back injections and all that shit. And she was talking about how she wrestles when she's injured. So, like, West Slender Rose's problem, but it's like, yeah, there's also people who like can barely get out of bed in the morning, and then there's people who like retired because they wanted to spend time with their kids and live a somewhat happy and healthy existence. Whereas it's like you like just because you're willing to subject yourself to that does not mean that everyone else should. Yeah, and y- you're right. So Thunder Rose is trying to fucking further her career and. You know, Britt Baker, obviously not. So whatever. I don't know. It could also be just a bunch of caddy bullshit for the show that they're fucking getting us to talk about right now. Yeah, I mean, there is that because, I mean, reality shows in general tend to not necessarily be the most real things in the world. Then it's a reality show about wrestling. So if you apply the same sort of logic, you know, the total divas thing where half of that was if not more, it was probably bullshit. Oh, yeah. All these shows are fucking... Reality shows aren't reality. We all know that. That's nothing new to anybody. Mm. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> they did... They, uh, there was, a, like, a clip online from... Um, 
the Renee Young podcast where like Brian Danielson was talking about like being on Total Divas. Mm. He said that it would like piss him off to no end because they kept making him like change clothes every like twenty minutes oh. so that they could pretend like different shit happened in different days when it all happened the same day. And he said that he would just like endlessly like he was very combative about that kind of shit because he thought it was like the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, I'll bet he fucking hated that shit. He absolutely did. He talks about it in great detail. He's like, it's the oral sessions. Check it out. It's it's pretty funny. And he's probably thinking, if this was the next day, I'd be wearing the same fucking thing. <laughs> I have three fucking t-shirts. Why are we exactly? Why are we arguing? I would have washed it and worn it the next day. Why are we arguing? Can I just leave my fucking clothes on, please? Mm. Let Bree change. She changes 12 times a day anyway. That's right. Anyway, okay. So let's just get an AEW. What the hell? Yes. What the hell, right? Let's, let's do it. AEW. AEW wasn't a horrible show tonight. Um, wasn't bad. Wasn't great. Uh, the uh, Tres de Mayo match. Battle Royal was uh, AEW's usual clusterfuck. But uh, let's get into it, man. This show kicked off as it has for a very, 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 very long, long time so far. It feels like uh, Orange Cassidy seems to be kicking this show off. I believe this is the fourth or fifth week in a row, possibly. Maybe he skipped a week, but I think this is close to it. Yeah, I mean, multiple. there's been multiple times where he's been defending the belt at the opening of the show. This time it was a tag match. But yeah, it's been a theme for, like you said, the last four or five weeks. Yeah, definitely has. It came out with Bandito um, and uh, Roderick Strong came out to have his first uh, AEW match with uh, him and Adam Cole. Actually, it was a... Uh, it was more than that. It was uh, AEW. It was... I'm sorry, AEW. It was uh, Orange Cassidy. Bandito and Bandito versus Roderick Strong and Adam Cole versus uh, JAS. So it was, no, it wasn't. It was Bandito and Roderick Strong, Adam Cole. And Orange Cassidy. Versus and Orange Cassidy. What am I doing? I'm, fuck. And, and Orange Cassidy versus JAS. There we go. I mean, yeah, I have to cut you a little bit of slag because it's it's understandable that you're just overwhelmed with excitement about Roderick Strong's return to wrestling, so you can't compose yourself. Uh, that's a, that's 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 exactly not what it is. Um, <laughs> that's exactly not what it is. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, good match. Like I said, I thought one of the funniest parts of the match, though, was in the, before the match when Jericho's just pointing at the shirt. Mm-hmm. He came out with the shirt. He was pointing at the shirt. He was saying, you did this. It's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I I think by the team here, I think everybody knew baby faces were definitely getting the win here, which would have been Orange Cassidy, Bandito, Adam Cole, and Roderick Strong. See, I can speak. See. There uh, you Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, but holy shit, I just noticed a a, a typo in my. Uh, a, 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 it, it turned out to be a funny typo. I'll I'll I'll, I'll get to it. 
Um, oh, you'll see. You'll see. But uh, there you go. So, uh, and then Adam Cole, after this match, just beelined for Jericho, attacked him, uh, beat the shit out of him. Um, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool after the match. Yeah, that's... Uh, again, not a bad match. I guess not a bad outing for Roderick Strong coming back in a tag match. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> not sure why you wouldn't go on. Not quite sure why you wouldn't want the guy in at least one singles match before the tag match. I'm ju- I, I look. I, it wouldn't it have been better to maybe have. Adam Cole in his corner for his debut match by himself is all I'm saying. Uh, But I guess this just shows what confidence they have in Roderick Strong being a singles star as much as I have confidence in in him being a singles star. I would throw him in a tag team also is what I'm saying. (laughs) She's booking exclusively to be in Battle Royals. I would book him. You know what I would do? I would uh, I would take Roderick Strong, right? And I would <laughs> and I would call Miro. And I would say, Miro, here's what I want you to do. I want you to call Roderick Strong. I want you to tell him everything you did while you were out, because that is what I'm going to do to him, and I'm going to bring you back. <laughs> I never would have hired a Roderick Strong when I have fucking Miro sitting at home. Fucking having a great time making a fucking paycheck every month, playing with his wife, which I don't blame him for. But god damn it, you hire fucking Roderick Strong when you got Miro sitting at home? Tony. I know that's not what you meant, but when you said playing with your wife with his wife, I didn't picture him spike throwing a fucking like chute like like across the room and she just runs and fetches it. Whatever he's doing with her. She's shining like a fucking laser pointer on the wall and she's fucking scratching at it. Okay. Let me just... Okay, so smart. You're a wrestling promoter, okay? These two guys walk into your room and you're going to only hire one. You get Miro, who walks in on the left. You get Roddy walking in on the right. Miro's towering over Roddy. Literally, if Roderick Strong went behind Miro, he would disappear. Okay, that's how big and strong Miro is. Which guy would you want on your roster? You can only hire one. This is true. Hmm. I know it's a tough one, but which guy would you pick for your roster? Don't even tell her because I'm a racist. Not um, I would go with Miro. Glad you said that. Okay. <laughs> Like, well, see, the thing is, is that I need as many of the white guys. In the as possible. <laughs> well, not that short, though. Um, well, then again, he, is, he does. Miro does look for I'm going to need some bad guys for the for the all-American good guys to beat. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. I yeah. still have Hulk Hogan on my roster. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a fantasy roster, Smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess you could basically just put the Cody in that role now, just like being the basically the Hawk Hogan type of just he's America good, good baby face, white beat the whole fucking Hawkmania thing. Basically what he's doing at this point. Okay. I also would take Miro just to get you off the subject completely. Uh, 
aka save your fucking ass. Uh, but um, <laughs> oh no, need that I, I have fucking in this hole. <laughs> yeah, I know that's okay. Don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, so I would pick Miro too. I just don't see why you keep bringing all these people in. You know, I, I I hate to quote Kevin Nash, but these vanilla midgets, when you have Miro, didn't get home. Is Lance Archer hurt, by the way? Where's he? You have Lance Archer. The guy's fucking awesome when you let him fucking go. Where's he been? Is he hurt? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think they used him like a couple of weeks ago, and then it was just like back to obscurity he wanted. Roderick Strong. I, you had to make room for Roderick. Well, a, a fucking Lance Archer had to move. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't know, man. I mean, is there really? I'm trying to think about like, is there any sort of like big man that they have on their roster that's like Cage that they're really doing anything with? Oh. I mean, that's like actually because I mean they have Hobbs, but like they fucked up the whole title scene with Hobbs and with Wardlow and those people. Like, did, 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 has there really been anybody that they like of that's a big guy that they've pushed well, like outside? I guess Brody Lee, but I mean that was obviously a couple years ago at this point. Very true. I mean, you've got Hobbs. You've got. I mean, you can't even say Wardlow because they fucking they they did the WWE when the iron was hot. They fucking pulled back. Mm-hmm. The crowd was loving this guy after the MJF shit. The MJF shit went down, and then his fucking uh, ponytail got cut off. We got a sad story, and that was like it. It was like, what the, what the, what the, what the fuck just happened here? Why didn't you guys fucking keep his momentum going when the MJF shit was fucking hot? When he was hot? When the crowd was fucking chanting his name everywhere? No, no. Now let's cool them off first and then bring them back. They're lucky the crowd still likes this guy, man. They are, in my opinion. Plus, I mean, that's a, another good thing about like those YouTube shows being done with her because there's just a lot of people that they have on their roster that they just like basically put them there like it's the fucking witness protection program, but we don't hear about them again. And then they show up on Dynamite like three months, you know, like three months, and it's like, well, they have a 40 match winning streak. It's like nobody's seen any of these fucking matches. Like it's wonderful that they won a bunch of dark elevation matches, but who cares? Well, they're not going to have those matches to win anymore. That's right. Your dog just fall? Yeah, she's being restless. She's scratching at herself and rolling around on the floor and just sort of having a time. Yeah, I would scratch at myself too if I could. Um, Indeed. Anyway. Uh, so we get... Uh, so, oh my God, we're still just getting over the first match. What the fuck? Um Jungle Jack Perry backstage with old Darby Allen. Uh, decent promo uh, by Darby tonight. Almost like him and Sting rehearsed it about 15 times before they decided to go on, complete with its showtime at the end. Just off camera, Sting's holding a bunch of cue cards. Dude, this promo was incredibly, I, I swear to God, it's like he literally sat back there with Sting. They re- rehearsed it 10, 15 times, and Sting said, get out there. Uh, looks like I lost Smark for a second, folks. Hold on a second here. 
happened? Oh, there we go. I got them back. I don't know what happened. I, I, if if my internet went out, I would have dropped frames. But you you got me right. Yeah, I think it was it was weirdly enough on my end. It hasn't happened in a while, but I lost the YouTube chat and everything started acting weird. But I was hearing you for quite a bit before anything happened. So I don't know what it was that actually happened. So there you go. Oh, we just dropped off for a sec. But um, yeah, I just thought this was a very very sting i i swear they rehearsed this and then he went out there but uh it still was a good promo i mean listen if he cut promos like this every time i don't think anybody would complain so much i mean he would i mean again i thought that a couple weeks ago the guy was like fucking watching paint dry on xanax <laughs> i don't know why that made me think of like jeff hardy doing that that exact activity while doing the like jeff hardy dance Listen, Jeff Hardy looked clean and sober. Let's leave it at that. Meanwhile, we've got a fucking, a fucking uh, deletion match, a firm deletion match going on at the Hardy compound. They, I mean, I don't blame them, but they really want people to watch Rampage. I because like that that seems like that's the biggest thing that they could do to try to get people to watch with. It's have, got me thinking about it. Like I won't watch it live, but no. I might check out the replay. If that doesn't get people to watch Rampage, I'm kind of not one. Well, you know what? It didn't get people to watch fucking Impact either. But that match did get talked about. The YouTube video did good. I watched it on YouTube. I think a lot of people did. That match itself got a lot of talk. Um, and Jeremy Borash actually got a lot of credit because he was the one behind a lot of that. So um, we'll see what happens. And that, that was actually got himself a WWE job with that. And, yeah, and I that might have actually what was that Four Ashes place? That, no, that was their place. Yeah, it was their kind of compound. My wife literally brought her brought this in here for me to open it. This is what I'm good for. After you get married, just want everyone to know you're good for opening jars and bottles that hurt the wife's hands. That's all you're good for. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I know. I got a t-shirt idea for you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to actually show her that later and see what she says. I I can't imagine. Why why was this an idea? (sighs) I don't know. I do have a pretty good right hand, though. But anyway, let's. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it can be done. Well, of course, it's the right hand. Well, you know. Of course. Aren't you left-handed by nature, or am I thinking of somebody else? No, I'm not. I'm right-handed. Hmm. Interesting. Oh yeah. If I write with my left hand, I can't do anything. I can do. I, I can push this little button with my my left hand. Look. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. I can do that, but uh, no, no, I am not. I am not at all. So anyway, uh, Christopher Kane, the women's match is boring. It wasn't great. The end is good, though. Keep watching. Keep watching. There's, there's, there's a, something a little better going on. Uh, but anyway. It was a portion of the match where... 
Soraya was on the apron and she was running and the camera was awfully close to her and I appreciated that part. Hey man, she's looking uh she's looking very good. She is she's nice look. and thick these days and she's, I appreciate it. She's looking very nice. Mm-hmm. Looks healthy. Sober. Very good. Very good. Um so after that little thing with uh, that we were talking about anyway, whatever. But anyway, we come back from break and the cameras go backstage. Security is leading Adam Cole out. Uh, Chris Jericho is yelling, get him out, get him out. Cause he was just attacked again. Um, and Britt Baker just decides to slap the shit out of Chris Jericho. You know, she didn't listen once, obviously. Okay. Okay, gotta teach her again. <laughs> no, I was that was a bad one. I'm sorry, folks. That was bad. That was bad. But uh yeah, this segment, in my opinion, was very unnecessary. Yeah, kind of. I'm gonna go with unnecessary. There was no reason for this. No reason for this. You know what? And really, you could have just left it with Jericho and Adam Cole. There was no reason to have Brit. I'm. I think it was a bad idea with this T-shirt little backlash. You know, listen, it's got a little division. Everybody's got their opinion on the T-shirt. I think it was a bad idea to have her come out there and slap the shit out of Jericho. I honestly think that's why they did it. Well, she's like, oh, no, see, she's like, she's not the victim. She's the conquering hero. But she's also proving if you wear that shirt, you're going to get fucking slapped. (laughs) True. So there's a double meaning to this, Mark, if you think about it, really. Okay. The people that are buying these T-shirts are just the people who, like, are into just being, like, masochists. They're just into the whole domination thing. I have no desire to buy that shirt. I'm not quite sure what kind of person you'd have to be to have the desire to buy that shirt. I got to be honest with you. I don't. I I, I don't feel like it's going to be received well at the WNBA. No. No, I don't know. That wouldn't be no, probably not. I I just, I I really don't know. I don't know what kind of person would say, I got to have that shirt. Well, I don't know what kind of guy would say, I've got to have that shirt. Even the biggest Britt Baker fan. Why would you want that shirt? I mean, besides as a joke, as you were saying, smart, which I I can get that. Can you describe me the kind of person that would want that shirt? Sure. Okay, so he's bald. He's got a goatee. He usually wears a knee brace. He likes to drink beer. You know what? Shorts. You know what? Not John Cena, though. I think we described that person. They would be in the trench coat we talked about earlier. Yes. Yes. They're running late for a shimmer show. Running late for a shimmer. (laughs) Just leaving (laughs) of the shimmer. (laughs) Just kicked out Mm -hmm. of a shimmer show, probably. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So she's just proving if you wear that shirt, you're probably going to get slapped by a woman in my opinion. So we, uh, after that, we get, uh, some audio issues coming into a Blackpool combat club, uh, promo. So 
we get Brian is talking now. This is where my uh, now I've said before the uh, what I do is I just talk into my phone when I'm taking notes. It's easier for me. I just hit my little microphone and talk into my phone. Talk to text. Well, this didn't catch very well. Uh, Brian, I said, Brian said, now what I wanted to say was Brian calling Bret Hart egotistical. It came out calling Bret Hart a egotistical. <laughs> I feel like it corrected based on what it like thought that your heart meant. It's like he thinks Bret Hart is a testicle. And, I mean, you've gone on record and it's kind of how you feel about him, I'd imagine. Oh shit! Fucking autocorrect. I got, you gotta love it. That was great. I didn't even catch that one. <laughs> I mean, I've got Sheeta in here as Shira a couple times, which I could that one I can pick out. But that's a good one right there. Bret Hart. When I added the E for something, it added the E to Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Uh, ego, ego testicle. I think. Should we call the show Bret Hart Ego Testicle? <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. Because <laughs> we're well, uh, Outcast versus AEW is not working as a free. It, yeah. Uh, it, it, it was not good when it started. I don't know if this is the middle. It hasn't been good. Like every week, it's, it's not been good. They're going to keep it going for as long as humanly possible, probably. But. What the. Uh... Blackpool Comic Club? No, no. He's saying Outcast versus AEW is not working as a feud. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's that's coming up in just a second here, so don't worry. You know what? Let's just we already talked enough about this. Uh, uh, Omega and Moxley Steel Cage match next week, and that's all we got to fucking to say there. So yeah, we do get this Outcast match, and I got to agree with Christopher Kane. It's not working as a feud. Um. Sheeta coming back tonight. I'm not sure really. You know, she did the old swerve. Oh, I'm with you girls like I was before. And then she goes with the AEW, which after the way they treated her, I it would make no sense for her to side with that. Swerve made no sense, which I think is one reason it's not going to work. I don't think Sheeta's going to make it work at all, but um, I don't know. I I, I got to agree with them. It's not really working, but I think the problem, like first and foremost, is when you don't care about the group or when the group's not doing well, you don't care about people joining the group. Where it's like you already, if you don't already don't like the group, and like most, it seems like most people don't. Doesn't seem like it's really like setting the world on fire. It's like it, it, the threat is like somebody's going to join the group. Like, you know, back in the day when the NWO was around, like it was a big deal when somebody would jump side ship. You know, I I don't know because I'm not fucking saying it properly. When people would jump ship to the NWO, it was this big to do because because people cared about the NWO and the NWO was a threat. And the NWO was an interesting stable until they ran it into the ground. But like initially it was interesting. And like this, nobody cares about the stable. So when people threaten to join the stable, it's like, oh, cool, another one. Like, don't care. You know, the only thing I like about this stable is the fact that Ruby Soho is getting some TV time. I got to be honest with you. That's really why I'm, I'm at least glad she's getting something. Uh, 
but yeah, it's it. I mean, and they went full DX net. Now then they got the fucking green lights with their entrance and shit. The DX green, they're wearing DX. It's like, mm -hmm. are y'all really trying to be this degeneration X group? In I mean, we've seen this that you could have picked a different color at least. That's right. I mean, maybe they can like get in touch with Shotzi and borrow her tank. No, oh, there you go. Tank would Although be good. They didn't technically drive a tank. It was more of like a, like it was like an off-road off -road vehicle or some type of shit. Could do the Stone Cold Four Wheeler. That's never. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's been done too. But uh, they could come down in a. Let's see. What could I see them coming down in a uh, golf cart? That's that, that's interesting. I mean, that has also actually already been done, but. Uh, oh, well, okay. All right. So Chavo did that. Okay. Yeah. Urban White. Yeah. I actually really like the idea now. Like, I don't know who you would have in this, like, who would do this gimmick. Actually, I do. Um, At least one of them. But like, but, like, you get a stable of, like, three or four women. And, like, they're heels, but they're soccer moms. And, like, they come to the ring in, like, a fucking SUV or a minivan. Like sure. each one of them, like they wear they wear the long tights, but it's like up past their belly button. Like the like leggings, just... like the the, oh, the leggings. Oh, you're talking. Well, no, it's milks. not supposed to be sexy per se. It's supposed to like they're bad. Like the idea is that they're just like lay them out of touch, like suburban moms. But if we we can make we can make this sexy if you want to. But my idea was a little different. Well, you got to get milfy. I guess one of them could be. You got to get one that's just milfy. You could get the milfy. You could, you know, have the the very well-to-do. You could even have the church going, Mom, bring Ivory back. Mm -hmm. That's an idea. Yeah, she's, she's a part of the stable now, too. I could do that. Okay, yeah, this actually this is starting to take shape. We have Ivory. We have fucking Victoria's not doing anything these days, mm -hmm. I don't think. Get her out there. Dude, Ivory, Victoria, and Mickey James in our MILF stable. Mm. Oh, my Lord. First of all, that'd be a great video. Secondly, that'd be a great fucking stable. Mm -hmm. My God, they could just call themselves fucking MILFs. That's it. That's the name. That's it. That's it. That's the name. Good doggo. Good dog. Anyway, um, it sort of went in a wildly different direction than what I intended because the idea was that they, they were like lame soccer moms, and you made them like horny. It's, <laughs> I like it though. Like we're gonna, I guess we're gonna get rid of this, the SUV thing. That's all different. I like. I had more of like an idea of like a fucking like glow type of gimmick, where it was like cheesy and stupid, but like kind of funny. See, Christopher Kane, he's buying a ticket to that right now with the with the milfs. Okay, so this stable can grow. Who else would we actually... Who else are we going to have... Dude, Becky Lynch can come on in this stable. Milfy, bomb. Yeah, but I think it's more about the age than not so much okay. about whether or not you're Okay, we can do that. I got you now. I see what you're saying. All right, so we're going we're gonna to delete Becky and we're going to stay with those. So who else are we going to get down here to get in this fucking stable smart. Can we talk Bull McConnell when you come back? 
you just went to a different level again. Why do you keep doing this? Um, I mean, she's of a certain age and she looks good. Okay. All right. All right. She could be the muscle. She's the muscle. We could bring Bull in for a muscle. We have to call her Bull. See, I'm trying to think of like older female wrestlers and like just a lot of them are just like really fucking terrible. I mean, I'm just thinking of like women from like back in like 2007 or whatever before like WWE cared about women's wrestling. Molly, Molly, bring in Molly. Give me Molly. Oh my God, I would love Molly Holly. I always had a little Molly Holly thing. Oh shit, what fucking, when did Jacqueline up to these days? Mm, Molly, dude. Probably not wrestling anymore, but she could be involved somehow. See, I, and you know what? I know why I like Molly Holly. She was short, blonde, and thick. How many times have I said I love short, blonde, and thick? Mm-hmm. That's my kind. That's what I end up with all the time. That's why I probably like Molly. Uh, Molly could bring in. We could do. Uh, we could bring in. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? I don't know. We probably should just keep going here. Actually, Layla. way earlier than I. Ooh, there you go, Layla. Who's that? Mm-hmm. Bring in Alicia Fox, except now she's gone. She, I, people are very upset she's gone from WWE. I'm like, what the fuck are you people thinking? I, didn't I know had that. no idea that she was even there. No anymore. clue. Like I, she, I, I don't watch on a weekly basis, but she couldn't be. She couldn't have been on television anytime recently. I, not that I've even heard. And again, I do listen to podcasts. I do see stuff. I do keep up with news, obviously. So I see a lot of things going on. No. I don't think she has been, but uh, man, yeah, I'm trying to roll back in those uh, on those shows and uh, or on those uh, old divas to see who could come back. Myself, Molly Holly, I would kick the tire on her if I was a company like Impact or whatever, because like she's not the best wrestler, but she's got good charisma. True, very true. Like right. when they were having her just be like a total fucking nutcase, where that was like her gimmick, she was doing a good job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she was. Ooh, can we bring in Natty just to bring in Natty? Yeah, that definitely that works. I was I don't know why, but I had that fucking Applebee's commercial stuck in my head earlier today. I'm just oh come on, we're eating good in the neighborhood. I don't know. All I know is Natty is out there taking fucking basically incest pictures and they fucking fire Mandy Rose. Fuck you. Um, well, yeah, she's not in the pictures, but she's taking the pictures and I've seen the pictures and I've seen the video and like, yeah, it, it's dude. it is really fucking weird. Like, call it what it is. It's fucking strange. Dude, Natty is like a fucking hair away from a fucking nipple coming out and I mean it's this it, it, she takes more racy pictures I think than Mandy Rose was taking mm-hmm. not now because Mandy Rose is gone but before yeah 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 but uh, in this women's match I guess we're gonna stop with the we've, 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 we've that is a way harder thing to explain to your children too what because like if if your kids and the kid, your kid finds pictures like Mandy Rose or whatever it's like yeah, sometimes women take seductive photos. But then you, you find like pictures of like Jenny and Natty together. It's like, yeah, sometimes you take erotic photos with and of your sister. No. No. No, this is no. I would not want to teach my kid that. That's a fucking weird. No, but I believe. Let's just put it this way. Mandy Rose has a kid 
other kids will be showing him pictures of his mom anyway. Uh, it's the funniest shit, and I am so glad that, like, I did not, I'm not a child in, in these times, because there's so many kids mm. whose moms are doing fucking OnlyFans and doing, like, fucking showing pictures of their buttholes and feet and shit, and these kids are going to be so relentlessly fucking mocked, because that shit's going to live on the internet forever. And, like, it, even if OnlyFans, like, dies that sh- like all the photos are just going to eventually get fucking posted all over other websites. So like that shit's going to live on forever. Yeah. I don't think OnlyFans is going to die. I actually think some other businesses are going to die because of OnlyFans. Um, Potentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Die. Maybe, I mean, maybe not die, but struggle severely. Um, but anyway, uh, in this match that we were talking about, we we're talking about the women's match with um, everybody, but we already talked about the whole Sheeta thing. Um, <laughs> we were talking about women's wrestling, and then it developed into a MILF stable and OnlyFans. It we really are very did. progressive here. <laughs> now, we might need to call the show MILF stable at this point, mm-hmm. or just MILFs, M I L F S, MILFs. We'll figure it out. We'll talk after. See, I think Christopher Kane has my back here because he said that Bull Nagano is thin and looks like looks hot. No, that's what I was trying to get to. It's like ah. she's older, but she's more you know she's attractive. She's you know, it's good. It's, it's good. All right, hold on, Bull Nagano. Pull him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, Charlie, you got to trust me here. Pull him up. Pull him up. I'm gonna go to tools. She's like a, she like is or used to be a golfer. I'm gonna go to uh, time. I'm gonna go to past year. Well, I don't know if that's gonna be that current of a one. She's not in the public eye. I'm just gonna see. Oh, there is a picture. Oh, she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hell, yes. put bull in there. Oh yeah, muscle. Muscle. I'm down. I don't mind them thighs either. Just say that. Oh yeah, there's a picture. Of her. I can send it to you. There's a picture of her with Oscar. I I'm, I see it here. I actually see it here. That's uh, it's pretty pretty close up on the Google thing. Yeah, I see her with Oscar right here. She does look very good. I'm going with it. She's not the muscle that anymore. Has opened up possibilities that I had not really thought of, mm, but I will think more of about later. She might not be the muscle anymore, but she's welcome. She's welcome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. I'm down. With that, yeah, I think we should have probably stop that. Uh, yeah, let's just keep going now. Anyway, like I had said, Sheeta did make a save tonight, came back, did the whole swerve thing, and now she is aligned with the AEW girls because, let's face it, once again, it made absolutely zero sense for her to go over with the girls who had worked together in WWE. It just, it, it was stupid. Everyone knew it was stupid. Everyone knew this was going to happen. So it did, and uh, we can move on now. Now, uh, who was uh, Christopher Kane was saying that the House of Black promo was confusing. Yeah, it was kind of confusing. Um, but basically, the House of Black said any three competitor competitors can challenge them. 
Now, here's the funny thing I've noticed about the House of Black's Mark. I don't know if you uh, have caught this, but they've been like putting the company on uh, this company, AEW, obviously, on like, you know, warning on, uh, you know, the, 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 they're coming for everyone. But they seem to do a lot more talking and video packages rather than wrestling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was again a little bit confusing, but they did explain it. Basically, it's th- any three challengers can challenge them. Blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Very long. <laughs> but they must abide by the open house rules. I'm not quite sure that they gave the open house rules. I think they're very similar to like the Duchess of Queensbury rules. If I remember that match that William Regal did with Jericho in like 2002, maybe. Okay. Not sure I was watching in 2002. And look at you having a life show off. No, I, I was moving stuff. I had a lot going on in 02. That's when I was getting here. It was like 2001, 2002 was like uh, when they were doing the fucking uh, the invasion. Like Regal was commissioner and Jericho peed in his tea. Okay, yes. I do remember that. They had Duchess of Queensberry rules match and like they hired some like fucking community actress to pretend to be like a British queen. And then like every time Regal would start to lose in the match, it would just change the rules. I forget what pay-per-view it was. I'm sure somebody knows, but it was, it was a pay-per-view match. I do remember that. That I do remember. Okay, so I was watching. Okay. All right. So let's talk about this clusterfuck, Mark. What do you think? Sure. This was the Trace DeMeo Battle Royal. It was, it, was, it was a lot of teams. It was a ton of teams. A ton of trios. Actually, it was uh, the Lucha Brothers and El Hijo de, de, del Vikingo, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, The Butcher, Kip Sabian, and my God, was the Blade tan as fuck. He was more tan than Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. He was Hogan. He was Hogan tan. I was about to say he was taking influence from other famous balding wrestlers. Oh my god. Uh but there were a bunch um of of teams in this match and now basically what happened all three members of the team had to be thrown over for the team to be completely eliminated I believe was the uh was the stipulation correct? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of stupid. But this See, match... I actually don't mind that because I like I kind of like, more traditionally it's like a tag team, like the tag team battle royals is like if one member gets eliminated they're both eliminated but like at the same time I feel like so if one person fucks up like it shouldn't it shouldn't cause both members of the team if one person is is a Janetti. Okay, all right. I mean it's not that bad I guess, but this was a clusterfuck. AEW loves having clusterfuck matches, though. So this was the clusterfuck to uh, for the for the for uh, Wednesday night. Wednesday night clusterfuck. They love battle royals, that's for sure. Good God, do they? They do, man. 
Um, and of course, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn did win this uh, battle royal. And I'll tell you, there was one fan down there when they came when the acclaimed came down to the ring, though. One fan they had there, right in the corner, who was dressed just like the acclaimed. And man, it made a. I mean, he Bowens put his hand back, and the guy just instinctively put his hand in, and they just scissored, and it just looked almost looked set up. It was great. It was great. And uh, you saw Caster like thanked him on the way out, like "Buddy, good job." And it was it was pretty cool, pretty cool little thing you see sometimes in the when you uh, actually pay attention. Oh, the things you will see when you pay attention. Yeah, I know, I know. I had no kids here when I was watching tonight, so I paid as much attention as I could. Um, so, so we had. Um, oh, by the way, here's the, uh, there you go. There's the acclaim right there. There you go. Standing up. There we go. But anyway, uh, we had this little segment with MJF, Sammy Guevara. Well, it was supposed to be Sammy Guevara, but of course MJF decided to, uh, come on in and interrupt. And Sammy is saying, look, man, I watched the show back last week, which I love when they reference, they watched the show back last week. How many years did I watch raw? And I'm like, watch the show back. And I'm mm-hmm. glad they do this. This is really, it's not insulting the intelligence of your audience is what it's doing. It is kind of funny, though, if you think about it. Like, it's like, yeah, that's been a common theme of like, nobody actually watches the show back. But then it, it makes it seem like even the people that work for your company don't want to watch your company. Like, it's not intended that way, but it basically looks like, yeah, I don't want to fucking, I would watch this, and they're paying me to be here. Well, you don't see everything live. You know, you've got things going on. Cameras get different angles, which is what happened here. Sammy noticed there was no one in the SUV. And if MJF mm-hmm. just made up some bullshit about his back hurting, and he had to lie down, and I don't know, a bunch of fucking bullshit. But uh, Sammy kind of bought it, but again, I think we when sammy grabbed mjf and gave him the kiss on the forehead i'm like mm, that's the kiss of death right there that's the kiss of death I, and then he gave him another one and i'm like oh shit double kiss of death sammy was definitely t- this is when i knew sammy was 100 percent turning on mjf tonight i think mm-hmm. it, it was obvious anyway i think we all knew where this was going we said last week the this is like who's going to screw each other over first. Yeah, exactly. But I kind of figured it was, we knew it was going to be Sammy tonight. Um, so after that, we get Omega with the rebuttal to uh, what's his name? Moxley. Man, a nasty scar, though, on, Cal- on Don Callis's head. Yeah, it was pretty gross. That's a pretty bad fucking scar. That shit was deep. You can tell by the by how that scar is healing, and it's been two weeks already. You can tell that 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 lets you know I was fucking deep, man. That was deep. Um. So after that, it's Mark. We get Wardlow. He comes out with Arn versus someone Larue. Did you catch his name? Yeah, Lash Lash Larue. No. Ah, damn. No, that's a woman on NXT. 
Uh, no, that's Slash Legend. Slash from who was the raging cage. He was like the guy from WCW back in the day. Oh, you're right. That is okay. Oh, you're right. That is my God. No, what mm. was this guy's fucking name? Something Larue. All I know. I honestly don't know. Fucking Busty Larue. There, uh, there you go. Busty Larue. Busty or Dusty? Busty. Busty Dusty Larue. Busty Dusty Larue. <laughs> All right, let's see. damn! I can never find a fucking because I'm I was gonna look at the results. To see nah, I don't worry about it. And Chat- it's always from like the week before, and it oh, it never it doesn't matter how long we're on here talking about it. They never put up fucking current results. Well, here's the best thing to do is when you put in AEW Dynamite results, put in the date five dash three dash twenty three. That'll help. <laughs> What our friends at msn.com have to say. Oh my gosh. Um, chat room, if any of you got his name, uh, whatever. If you want to tell me, go ahead. If you don't, I didn't give a shit either. Um, so Arn, during the match, Wardlow does the gun pullout move. Now Arn's got fucking Wardlow pulling out the Glock. Uh, this match ended as quick as I think everyone expected it to. I don't think anybody was surprised by that. Then Wardlow. <laughs> Motherfuckers, I found a the wrestlingjunkie.usa.com is a full fucking rundown of Dynamite and all the results and all this shit. And they even describe what happens in the promo segments. Wardlow wins a squash match over local talent. So they probably didn't even say his name. They did. Because I know for sure there wasn't a graphic card because I no. found it. No, there wasn't. But I... It, it, I because I watch on the app, I can't rewind. But they said his name. They announced his name. That's how I caught the Larue part. I just didn't catch the first part. I didn't hear it. Um, but I caught the Larue. So I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't catch the Larue. That sounds like I caught a disease. I caught the Larue, but no, 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 no. That's why you don't want to hang out around uh, French Canada. Yeah, I caught the Larue. I was taking a dipsy doo down in the uh, in the uh, canoe, and I got the uh, I caught the Larue. Uh, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and then that's how they get you. Guy came up and said, "Boo." Anyway, <laughs> uh, Christian <laughs> Wardlow called out Christian after the match. Called out Christian or his uh, or his uh, demon Saurus. Luchasaurus and uh, called him out for a, 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 a TNT open challenge. Well, Christian did come out, said he wasn't going to be doing anything right now. But um, what I can't believe they are making such a big deal about this, but they were. They were like, my God, Christian said he has the title shot, not Luchasaurus. But I did notice the little, uh, once again, the dis- disappointed look on Luchasaurus's face. If if they come out of this and Luchasaurus just does the same thing and turns on Christian and goes right back to Jungle Boy, oh, fuck that. If this is turning to Luchasaurus keeping this character and going out on his own, I say, fuck yes. Right. I mean, do you see any point in him going back to Jungle Boy? I mean, I don't think he would necessarily go back to Jungle Boy. I don't see the point in them doing all this if you're going to make Luchasaurus turn on him anyway and, like, become a face or just be on his own. Like, if you wanted him to be on his own, just 
fucking once they got done with the whole jungle boy feud just break them up and just have luchasaurus do his own thing and christian do his own thing. well because what i'm saying is obviously at double or nothing after this pillars match what are you what, I mean, what are you going to do with jungle boy and after this after double or nothing which is probably where this tnt match is going to happen what are you going to do with luchasaurus after christian is done with him and he turns on christian probably impact that <laughs> that's why i was thinking man i could see after this whole thing Dave's those two get back together i hope that doesn't happen Luchasaurus versus Bobby Fish at Slammiversary. Oh, God, did that sound like a bad match? <laughs> it does. Where's like the lie? Okay. Uh, Where are the fans? <laughs> Where are the fans? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we go from not a horrible segment to I'm not quite sure what I'm watching anymore segment. Um, we get Sanjay Dutt, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh, and they go to see Mark Briscoe at the farm where Mama Briscoe and Papa Briscoe live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they do go. They see Mark Briscoe. Mark Briscoe's got this adorable little baby in his arms. And uh, they all start decide, uh, or they all decide to start working on the farm and helping out. And this is the this is a sight to see here, folks. Boy, if I saw this coming at me, I'm 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 not. I mean, you got the you got Satnam Singh in a pair of overalls or coveralls. You can call me the one. Obviously, Papa called them coveralls. And then you got Sanjay Dutt in the in the in the coveralls, obviously. You got Mark Briscoe leading the bunch. You got Jay Briscoe in jeans, a t-shirt, and a sport coat. That's my style. I like that. And Jeff Jarrett looks like Johnny Cash. I feel like if you cut like if you just crop out Lethal and Jarrett, it kind of looks like a like a fucking still from like a Rob Zombie movie. Okay. Or if you took that like MILFs group we made before, this is the complete opposite. This Ooh. this this would be the male version of the MILFs group. <laughs> this is a divorced dad stable. This is the dad stable right here, buddy. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is the dad stable. I like this. I like this for some reason. I like the dad stable here. Um, but yeah, yeah. They all decide to start working and it's um uh, we do see Papa Briscoe. He tells Mark, you better watch out for them other other idiots. He said, watch out for the idiot and the coveralls. They were both in cover. Which one? Both of them. He does, though, tell him, look, I know you've known Lethal for a long time. Y'all gotta, you, know, you guys got things worked out. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I again, just enjoy watching Mark Briscoe. I'm glad he's on on uh on dynamite i'm glad i'm glad they gave this guy i'm glad whoever was uh holding him back for his brother's comments um saw whatever needed to be saw and um you know 
it was time, obviously, with his brother's passing. I think it was time to give this guy a shot. So I'm happy for him. I really am. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's a wildly entertaining individual. Like, even I watched the speech he gave at Jay's funeral, and even that was, like, fucking just wildly entertaining. He had all these, like, really funny stories. And it was like just captivating just listening to him speak. Like he talked a lot about when they were like backyard wrestling and like the gimmicks they had and like the dumb things they would do when they were kids, like putting on their little backyard wrestling shows and shit like that. They were in a stable called the Full Blooded Haitians. They were doing the thing like the FBI, but they're pretending to be Haitian instead of pretending to be Italian. Oh my god. Dude, they they I mean, they they just really always came off as a couple of down to earth good old country boys mm-hmm. you know that's kind of what made that's kind of what made elvis popular is he just always seemed like a down home kind of dumb country boy and people love that about him so it's it's kind of relatable to a lot mm-hmm. of people and especially a lot of wrestling fans so they do they they relate they you know they are most of middle america that's out there watching wrestling and you know loving it and you know i mean shit like when we used to when we were watching nxt on a weekly basis for a while there how over was the fucking cameron grimes character like he was fucking insane like they basically just did the thing that they did with Jamie Noble for a while, like a couple of years ago, where he just randomly picked up some inheritance and then he was like rich redneck. Yeah. That was what they did with the Cameron Grimes character. And like, he, we, well, he, his was crypto, but he was fucking, everybody loved it. I loved it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Dude, Cameron Grimes was a fucking modern day Beverly Hillbillies, basically. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, pretty much. The, it's updated. 2023 version of the Beverly Hillbillies, except there was only one. You know, that's kind of what it was, in my opinion. And he he just got uh, drafted to the main roster, so good for him. Excellent. So we have a few little segments before the uh, the main event, uh, and one match. We have uh, Ricky Starks comes out, and um, it's Ricky Starks versus Juice Robinson. Jay White comes out with Juice, so obviously we know there's going to be some bullshit. Starks uh, does end up getting the victory after that. Jay White goes in and almost takes out Starks, but Ricky Starks gets away because he's a good baby face. I will now forever just remember like how Christopher Kane described them, and that's like that's canon now for me. Is that their gimmick? Is that they're just like two meth heads? It's, they're outside of the Wawa. They're just like the local town druggies. <laughs> you like some change? Got some change? Mm-hmm. Got some change? Answer. You say no. Uh, you got any change? No, you just asked me. No, 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 you got any change? No, you just asked me. You got any change? No. Got any gift cards? Bitch, I'm going to shoot you. Uh, <laughs> Jack Perry. So we... The, we get Jungle Jack Perry and Darby on their backstage. Okay, they're hyping each other up. They're pushing each other, which always looks weird with two skinny guys because they're both like moving each other like 50 feet each. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so Darby walks out because they're getting ready for the match and MJF sneaks in the room. And he's basically telling Jungle Boy, look, man, I could just, just, just look what I've done for Sammy. Just imagine what I could do for you. Jungle Boy's not buying it, 
obviously kind of gets in MJF's face, but Darby walks in and it looks a little suspect to dust to, to Darby. Darby's a little suspect of what's going on here, which I don't blame him for. Now, I got to say, I kind of like this nuance. I know they've kind of had a little bit of, you know, tension already, but I like the nuance that either team could possibly turn again. We knew who was going to win, but I like that they try to give you the nuance that either team could possibly turn on one another. And, you know, it's not going to be. They tried to make it not as predictable as we all knew it was. Yeah, I thought it was a fun dynamic. Yeah, I, I appreciated the effort. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I appreciated the effort. So Jungle Boy and Darby <laughs> Allen, this was the main event uh, versus, uh, versus Sammy Guevara and MJF, obviously. Now, this match obviously was deciding the match at double or nothing. So they... Uh, Jungle Boy and Darby win. We get the Pillars match. If not, it's just the way it was. Sammy and uh, MJF, which would have been a shitty match because we would have had Sammy probably lying down. So obviously that wasn't going to happen. Um, the match itself was was good. It was a lot of tension between both teams blind tagging each other in. So again, they were keeping the dynamic that, like I said, smart, either team could turn on each other. Right. Right. Which we both liked. That's good. But, uh, you know, obviously it got a little rough, you know, a little excessive MJF blind tagged himself in once Sammy and Sammy was about to make the pin. Sammy ended up kicking MJF. Uh, Jungle Boy and Darby kind of had the same little problem at the end of the night, the blind tagging in. Darby did end up picking up the win, but he did it by almost hitting Jungle Boy with a coffin drop. I don't know why he was so mad he missed. Right. He missed. Missed. You felt that tag. What the fuck were you doing? Why did, why, why'd you pin him? Right. But anyway, um, we are, though, getting the four pillars match like i mean like we said smart we pretty much knew this was going to happen last week so nothing new here right right trying to see when is that pay-per-view seems like it's not hard from now double or nothing yeah i don't i don't think it is while you're looking that up but uh there you go so i'm so uh i'm glad we're getting this match i i, I think a lot of people were baffled at uh, the fact that, uh, or, or, or just angry almost at the fact that this match wasn't going to happen. They just, listen, they were killing time. May 28th. Okay, not that far away. So their pay-per-views are on Sundays again. This one is a Sunday. Okay. Whatever. That means I can watch it on Monday or Tuesday. So I believe backlash this Saturday. Like I just you keep. I, I know that's not their problem. It is Saturday and Sunday pay per views are just fucking perpetually confusing me. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, we don't need to do. I'm not worried about predictions for backlash or anything. We didn't really do much anyway. So, um, I actually think we've gone through pretty much. I, like I said, I, I I thought it was a decent AEW tonight. Main event I thought was pretty good. Um, 
a good way to wrap up the show. And like I said, you left, you made everybody fucking happy. That's been bitching for the past fucking three weeks. Um, but, uh, other than that, I really got nothing else, man. Like I said, the, I scrounged for news. I think I got about every goddamn thing we could figure out, man. And, um, that's about it, Smart. You know, she got anything else that you want to talk about more MILFs? I don't know. It's up to you. Oh, there's always, there, there will always be a time for that. Yeah, I think if we start talking MILFs, we're going to be here for another fucking 40 minutes. And I don't really want to do that. We're already at two hours, 15 minutes. I think we've, we can, uh, we can wrap this bitch up. Like the fucking, the exact opposite of the Matthew McConaughey character. Yeah. And that's the thing about MILFs. They keep getting older. <laughs> I stay the same age. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm going to wrap this bad boy. Now, wait a minute. Before we wrap this up, did you read? Have you, have you read yet? Have you seen any of the little rumors going around that it's possible that Woody Harrelson and Matt McConaughey could be brothers? And they're, like, getting DNA tests to figure this shit out? I did not. Well, it is happening. And they could be brothers. And according to one of their moms, it could actually be true. So that would make a lot of sense. It would also almost be like we're in a fucking bizarro world. But anyway, we kind of are in bizarro world right now. We have been for a while. But anyway... As we wrap this show up, we need to find out where that degenerate, degenerate fucking sports gambler Smark is on Monday nights. All right, you got it. Monday is 8.30 p.m. live on the YouTubes. It is totally inappropriate sports. We are talking the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. There's always the UFC going on, so we're talking about that. A couple more weeks before we go on hiatus, so check us out while you can. We'll be coming back in September if I can take a couple months off because... She's is getting people pregnant left and right. So oh. having a kid. Keep it in your pants, sir. Well, I'm saying. My gosh. I get it. I got three kids sitting here. So what am I fucking? Uh. There you go. And you you guys are on YouTube now. Yeah, we're on the old. Yeah, we're on the old YouTube's. All right. Got rid of the mixer. No more mixler. Or you still on mixer? Well, we're running mixler exclusively for Bobby and. And we all agreed on that as a group that it was just it works for us to run the. Uh, Wiz is doing that; he's running the mixler on his end because we were like we we hated mixler, but we also didn't want to lose Bobby, so we decided to run mixler as well, so that he could be there. Nice, yeah. Nobody wants to lose Bobby. Nobody wants to lose Bobby. So, um, all right. Well, there you go. So don't forget to check out Smark on Monday nights. You're not really watching Raw. Are you? You're not watching Raw. You watch that shit like on Tuesdays or right before this show or something like that. You know, you're, nobody watches that shit on Monday. You don't watch it on Monday. So anyway, folks, thank you very much. Appreciate everybody joining us tonight. Appreciate the chat room coming on in. Christopher Kane, Dirk, Norab, of course, always coming in early and checking out the show. Appreciate everybody coming on in. And, of course, Mark, once again, congratulations to you, sir, on your... Uh, Awesome weight loss there. Thank you. Keep it up, man. Just keep it going, man. There you go. There you go. And uh, all right, folks. Next week, us here once again, YouTube, 
everywhere else you find us. You know where. You've been here a long time. See ya. Adios. All right.